Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline De Kimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, Caroline, career and leadership coach here. And today I want to talk about interviewing because I hear this all the time. People struggling to interview and they struggle to really articulate themselves in an interview. Now, first of all, I want to start off by saying there are three key reasons why people don't get the job. Now, there are plenty more, but three main ones. And first of all is uh, because people don't, uh, the interviewer is not in the right mindset. So they um, they are thinking about something else. So they have their eyes set already on a certain candidate. They just had a discussion with their CEO and they're just not really into the interview um, or anything else. So that's the first reason. So the, the mindset of the, the interviewer. Second reason is that you don't fit into the culture. Now, this is an important one because that is outside your control. And if you try to fake it, then you will make sure, then you will see that you will be in a situation where you are joining a company uh, where you don't fit the culture. And there will be a disalignment between what they truly value and where they want to take it and what you want in your career. And then you have the third thing. Now, the third one is the one that you control the most. And that is your ability to give the confidence that you can do the job. Now, what do I mean by this? So many people give away control in the interview. They just watch and learn the interview questions like as they come. But there is a difference between taking ownership and control in the interview that you are in control of what you say and how you want to be perceived in the interview so that you give the confidence to to overperform, to perform whatever you want to give as, as an impression to the interviewer. So those are the three things. So that is, first of all, their mindset it's out of your control. Secondly, it's a cultural fit. It is what it is. And then thirdly, that is completely in, in your control. That is the confidence that you give to the interviewer that you not only can do the job, but that you can overperform in the job. Now, how do you do that? And there are a couple of ways you can look at interviews and to make sure you improve your interviewing because interviewing is a skill. And the skill you can learn and you learn something by practice, practice, practice. And that's what I do with my clients It's one important thing of interviewing is to have mock interviews, to be able to perform, um, to do an interview, how you would actually do that. Because here is the problem. We don't often get real feedback from our interviews, do we? So when you actually want to improve your interview skills and nobody is giving you feedback or real feedback that's valuable and that you can actually change your interview skills or techniques, then you're, you're kind of stuck. 
So um, the point is that um, interviewing, you have to learn and to learn something, you have to practice. So there are a couple of, uh, couple of things on how you can make sure you give the right confidence in the interview. First of all is know the nature of the interview. Now, the reason this is so important is there is a, a it's a very big difference between an interview where they are just going through your resume or a competency-based interview or a behavior-based interview or a scenario-based interview. And most candidates, and definitely on a senior level, they have no idea what they're stepping into. So they don't ask the right questions to uh, the recruiter or the HR person that's organizing the interview about what the nature is of the interview. And here's a big pitfall that I see people or a big mistake that I see people make is um, they think oh, it's an informal interview, it's casual. Now, don't be fooled. There is no such thing as an informal interview because they will still use that informal interview to make a judgment that you go forward to the second interview or that you get the job. So even though they might see it as an informal interview, you have to still treat it as formal. You still need to be prepared. And your preparation is by knowing yourself, your skills and experience. And I don't mean just on the executional and practical way. It's no, it is about what problem you solve for them. It's not about you. Nobody's at that stage too interested, so interested in you. It's about them and what you can contribute to that organization, to that manager, to that project, to whatever situation you are in. So that is the first, uh, first part, is understanding uh, and getting clear and understanding what the nature is going to be uh, of the interview. Second um, point that I want to make is that you need to be able to make the perfect first impression. Now, we all know that first impressions are the, very important in anything. People make up their mind in a couple of seconds, um, whether they like you, dislike you, like they, they, they might change their mind, but they have a first impression. So in an interview, it is the same. You need to be able to, to uh, make it the perfect first impression. Now, in 95% of the cases, the first question uh, in an interview would be like, hey, thank you for coming. Please sit down. It would be great if you can tell us a little bit about yourself. Boom. Most people, they waffle. They struggle answering that question. They don't know what to do. And that is where it all breaks down again because you don't make the best perfect impression. So if I have to see five candidates for a senior leadership role or a senior manager's role or even a manager's role, doesn't matter actually, and the person uh, needs to demonstrate leadership capabilities and needs to be switched on and professional to the point and laser focused, this is such an important question on how you um, how you articulate yourself and tell what 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 it is that you can do. So that is a really important point: is that you um, nail the first impression, the the first question, the "tell me about yourself" question, and you can prepare uh, to those questions because you already know what it's going to be in most cases, not in all cases, but in most cases. 
Second part uh, or the third part is um, knowing what your added value is going to be. A lot of people, they have still uh, that idea of like, I can't sell myself. I can't talk about myself. I struggle. And I get that. I Many of my clients feel, feel exactly the same way. But here is the thing. You owe it to that yourself. You made too many sacrifices and you have to do justice to your skills and experience to be able to put them in, this, in the right light. So it's not about you. It's what you have achieved and what, what your skills and experience can do and contribute. And the reason why people can't sell themselves is because they don't know how to connect the dots and articulate that in a clear way. Now, that's one aspect. Another aspect of that uh, is also that people mm, assume their own uh, abilities. They often say to me, or my clients often say to me, oh, Caroline, everybody will do that. That's why I get paid to do. And I get it and I know what you mean, but it is not common sense sometimes that you have natural talent and you do certain things your way. So you have to acknowledge that. Don't you have ever people that say like, you are so good at that and they will just like go to you because they don't want anybody else doing that specific task or having that responsibility or anything like that. So it's really important for you to acknowledge what it is that you that that you can do and that you know what your key achievements are and that you can connect those dots because that is what the added value is that you uh, bring to the table and that you can do for an organization and can bring to an organization and that it's if you don't know it they won't know it so that's why it's so important for you to get a clear understanding of that that's point number three Last point that I want to make on how to really uh, get good at interviewing is um, really understanding how the how to finish up and wrap up an interview. So the mistake that I see a lot of people do is they ask questions that give them information that is basically useless to them. Well, yeah, it, it's useful in some perspective, but they can't really make a, a decision or get a better understanding of that organization. So my challenge to you is craft um, interview questions that you ask at the end of the interview that are smart questions, that are strategic questions, that position you as a candidate that's the best for the job. So because don't ask questions like, oh, yeah, can you tell me about a little bit about the team structure and how many people are working here? Because that will be that's an example of information that you will get. But that's not really going to add any value to you. And the reason why you want to do that is you want to make the perfect first impression and you also want to make a lasting impression by asking a question that is a little bit different, that makes them think and that really um, makes them feel that you understand. Because if you can give that feeling to them, that you understand them, that you can actually operate in whatever situation they will throw you in, then you have a win. On the other side, it's also good for you to actually become aware of what's really going on in the organization. Because if you craft your questions in a smart way, you will actually uncover quite a lot. 
And one of the biggest things that I've seen with with uh, with people in, through my career is they join an organization and three months in, six months in, they come to the realization that the organization wasn't the organization they thought it would be. And that is often because they weren't or they didn't ask the right questions in the interview. So if you've ever said like, oh, my God, this was not how it was sold to me in the interview or expressed to me in the interview, it's often because you also didn't ask the right questions to them to uncover what's really going on in the in the organization and behind the curtains. Um, so it is up to you to take control over the interview process. It's a two-way stream. It's not only them qualifying you if you can do the job, if you can overachieve in the job, and if you actually fit in that culture, but also for you to make sure you understand if you fit in what they have to offer and if you actually want that. So it's also an opportunity for you to ask that those relevant questions and to make sure you get an understanding of what's really going on. So those are my four tips that I would say like um, that will make the, the biggest difference. So to just summarize those again for you, the first one is, and I have my cheat sheet here, first one is know the nature of the interview um, because the interviews are very different uh, depending on if it's a behavioral-based interview, competency-based based interview, just an informal interview, you know what I think about that, um, or anything else. Second one is your first impression. Make sure that you have prepared your answer to the question, tell me about yourself, in such a way that you open with a bang. Uh, thirdly, it would be like um, make sure that you know how to articulate your value, that you can show an organization what you can bring to the table. And then fourthly is like make sure that you uh, end, end with, have a lasting impression, that your last questions to them are meaningful and making a real difference. So those are my four for tips on how to take control over the interview because you can actually navigate the interview process and influence it in such a way that you can position yourself as a really, really good candidate. And it's totally in your control how you manage that process. And please, please, please don't forget this. There's a one, one thing. Interviewing is a skill, a skill you can learn and you learn something to practice, practice, practice. So with this said, if you want to uh, work with me and find out more on how I can help you, a couple of ways. First of all, um, I will share this with you. Um, this is a masterclass, how to get uh, a leadership role. This is mostly meant for people that actually want to step up in their career. So they already have a six-figure uh, leadership role and they're just looking for the next challenge, the next step in your career. Go to this masterclass. It um, outlines the five simple steps to get more interviews, to raise your profile, to stand out so that you can land your next leadership role and so that you don't have the headache that uh, can come with a normal job search because sometimes you apply for jobs that you know you have the skills and experience for and it's so frustrating because you do not get the interview so this masterclass will give you a lot of insights on how to position yourself and um, why it's important and so on if you want to take it a step further 
I would say like book a call with me. So newhorizoncoaching.com.au forward slash call. And we will just have a normal chat. Uh, it's a chat between you and I. Uh, it's not going to be one of those typical sales calls. Uh, just me to get an understanding of you, your current situation. Then I will explain to you like what the strategy is. I will um, show you how we can get you from point A to point B. And um, if you are resonating with what I'm saying and you might say like, Caroline, let's work, work together and then we can take it from there. If you watch this video or this recording or this live and we are not connected yet, please connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm all about networking and connecting with people and helping people uh, hear my message. And the more people that I have in my network, the more uh, people I can reach. So uh, connect with me. And if you know anybody that needs to hear this message, share this uh, live stream with them um, so that I can um, help them with my message also. Um, and if you have, lastly, my God, there's a lot of things, isn't it? If you have anything that you want me to discuss, a lot of people are sending in requests about lives, uh, topics that they actually said, like, I'm keen to hear your uh, point of view on that. If you have anything that you want to ask me or want me to do a live stream on, Put it in the comments, uh, comments, uh, private message me and, and I will happily like talk you, make a live stream about it and uh, talk, talk through what, uh, what my point of view is. So I hope this helped and uh, I will see you in the next live. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.